Ladies, ladies, you don't have to wait for someone else to show enthusiasm for you. You can do that for yourself. We can do that together. Welcome to the Cup of Glow podcast. I'm your host, Gloria Darling, your sassy 60s milestone diva, and I have the t-shirt to prove it. The Cup of Glow podcast seeks to entertain, inform, and inspire you through serial stories and discussions prompting you, the milestone diva in our midst, to own your power. How do you define self-sufficiency? The Merriam-Webster Dictionary defines it as able to maintain oneself without outside aid or capable of providing for one's own needs. We may encounter a situation or two in our lives with the need for help. Our requests may take many forms, such as help with money to pay rent, help with babysitting after an emergency at work, or help with a flat tire. Each of those requests seems quite benign, but you may find it difficult to ask for help for fear of being denied. Even worse, there's the embarrassment of letting someone else know that you are not self-sufficient. Let's consider Susie's story. Susie works for a restaurant that reduced staff hours rather than closed during the pandemic. In December, after much hand-wringing, she called her brother Bill and asked for $300 to help with rent. Bill stammered as he said, Well, I... Before he could finish his sentence, Susie slammed the phone down. She was besides herself. Bill doesn't love me, became her complaint to anyone who would listen. Ultimately, Susie received help from a federal emergency housing assistance program. Susie was so busy spreading ill will about Bill that she didn't notice She paid rent without help each month since January. She only needed a one-time grant of assistance to return to her state of self-sufficiency. However, Susie's need to be self-sufficient went beyond money. She was so hurt by what she thought was Bill's denial that she stopped speaking to him. Who needs him anyway? Months later, a mutual friend advised Susie that Bill was in a homeless shelter. When Susie called and asked him for help, he was struggling with unemployment. Once she hung up on him, he was too proud to call her back or ask her for help. Susie and Bill damaged their relationship over fear and pride. Unlike Susie, Linda has no problem being a damsel in distress. A few years ago, Linda's car broke down 
as she was traveling home from work. Linda had three minor children and no roadside service at the time. She panicked. Instead of trying to develop a resolution on her own, she called her go-to rescuer, her ex-husband. The first statement out of his mouth was, women can't manage money worth a damn. However, he did arrange for a tow truck, paid to have the car repaired, and provided Linda with a rental car for a couple of days. While his assistance was appreciated, it came with a price. Linda sacrificed her pride and self-worth to his rants about money management and emergency funds. Sylvia, on the other hand, was not much of a taker. She was always a generous soul. If she knew that someone was hungry, she would offer that person food. If someone she knew was ill, she would make herself available to help with care. Sylvia was the cliche. She would give you the shirt off her back. When her niece Diane called, Aunt Sylvia, Joan is pregnant. Her mother kicked her out. Can she stay with you for a while? Without hesitation, Sylvia said, yes, we'll make room. Joan lived with Sylvia's family for six months. The weekend that Joan delivered her baby, her older sister Paula came to visit. Sylvia again extended hospitality. During a conversation over coffee, Sylvia mentioned that she was struggling financially and could use a little help to cover her utility bill. Paula looked Sylvia square in the eyes and said, Your problems are no one else's but your own. Paula continued, I have called a cab. As soon as it arrives, we're leaving. Go beg someone else. Sylvia was dumbfounded. She watched as Joan, Paula, and the infant drove away in a cab. Her niece Diane was apologetic and offered to help Sylvia, who refused. Thanks, but no thanks. I am no beggar. Sylvia and her niece maintained their good relationship, but the experience hardened Sylvia. Sylvia was no longer so giving. She stopped offering assistance, no matter the cause. Each story is an extreme example of negative results associated with asking or giving help in moments of need. Most of us would prefer to be self-sufficient in every way at all times. However, that is not what happens every day. Rich politicians ask for your donations and your vote. Employers ask their employees 
to provide good customer service to help keep their businesses open. On the other hand, giving can fill your heart with joy and to be a blessing to someone. Imagine volunteering at a food distribution center, mentoring at-risk youth, or spending time chatting with your elderly neighbor on a Sunday morning. Lessons from the pandemic have taught us that going it alone is not sustainable for long periods of time. We humans need each other. We may need money or a place to live. You may only need conversation or a hug. Whatever you need on any given day, please know it is possible to be self-sufficient and ask for help when you need it. Thank you for listening to the Cup of Glow podcast. We love what we do and sharing a few moments with you. Please remember to subscribe and tell your friends about the podcast. You may email your comments to us at gloria at cupofglow.com. Until next week, this has been the Cup of Glow podcast with Gloria Darling, your sassy 60s milestone diva, asking you to celebrate each day and spread happiness your way.